Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. As always, please follow along with us on our social media channels. Mitchell, it is at your tech report. We can spell that for you if you like, but you know, Y O U R tech report. Wow, am I excited about this next interview, Mitchell. I don't get excited uh, this often, but uh, when it comes to products that we have been, f- brands that we've been following along for probably infancy, um, I get really excited because I love talking to people who help bring these things to market. Now, and, yeah, companies that, I think, you know, companies that pioneer certain technology, I, th- I think that's the best way of putting it because, you know, obviously having a radio show and being in studios most of our lives, uh, you know, audio is a big deal. And, you know, now with smartphones and tablets and, you know, portable audio, Bluetooth audio, Bluetooth technology is a big deal. And when I think of Bluetooth technology, people can tend to get distracted by whatever the latest headphone is, by whatever company. When I think of Bluetooth, I think of the company that really pioneered Bluetooth as we know it today. And that company, Mark, is Jabra. And our next guest is Adam Robertson. He's a senior manager of product marketing. Adam, welcome to your tech report. We're obviously so excited to have you with us this week. Thanks a lot for having me. Appreciate it. Well, we, we love having you. And, you know, we kind of started talking off air. And we, we always do this. Mitchell and I always <laughs> have started having a good conversation. And they were like, no, stop. This is great. we got to save this. Save it for the radio. So our <laughs> listeners can get involved. But, you know, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. And I know this is redundant because we talked about it. But when we think of Bluetooth headsets in the, in the traditional way that we first used Bluetooth headsets with our, you know, original Motorola Razor or the flip phones that had Bluetooth for the first time, it was always a Jabra headset that we had, and that always came to mind when it came to Bluetooth headsets. Am I crazy, or were you guys one of the first ever to make these? So we, we were the first ever to make a Bluetooth mono headset, um, as, as, as we call it in the industry. Those are the single in-ear Bluetooth headsets that we all saw all over attached to the phones you talked about, where it allowed us to just talk and be hands-free and be able to use our hands and have a conversation and, and not have to worry about holding what was back then pretty big phones uh, right. up to a year. <laughs> And, and the interesting thing is, when, when we're looking back, if we're looking back at the infancy of the industry, and when you guys first put out those headphones, I mean, the 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 idea, what you had to do, you had to deal with two separate issues. You had to deal with the issue of comfort, having something that would be comfortable in your ear and have great quality. And I say both of those things because, you know, the great audio quality was, is something that I think of when I think of Jabra also. You guys has always had pristine audio quality. But if the headphones weren't, if that in-ear headset wasn't comfortable, people would never get a chance to experience how great the audio quality is, correct? I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of what we call hygiene factors, the basics that any pair of headphones have to have. To your right. point, comfort is, is vital. Um, when you're talking about a wireless product, there's two others that are super important. One is the battery life, and the other one is actually the wireless connection because as the products get more and more complex and we start adding more features, I mean, there's been headphones, us included, that have had things like heart rate monitors or customizable sound. There's so many features coming in now, but all of those are meaningless if those three basics aren't great. I mean, can you imagine if it's uncomfortable? You're not right. going to wear it very long. Or if the connection drops the whole time, what's the point of, say, high-fidelity audio if it keeps skipping every five seconds? That, that's a fail, right? Or if the battery is too short, I mean, what's the point of a pair of headphones that you can't use because you always need to charge it? So, so th- those are just basically hygiene facts. If a head, pair of headphones doesn't have that, what does any other feature mean? Well, those are those are really important things, and and those aren't as easy as as you make it sound. I think to get all those things perfect, is it? No, not at all. I mean, if, for those who may know us and those who don't, um, we're we're 
the only audio company in the world that has, because between our sister company and ourselves, GN Hearing and GN Audio, which is our company names, we're the only company that has both a medical, a professional, and a consumer-grade business under one roof. We're based out of uh, Copenhagen in Denmark. And we share the same sound and R&D facilities and everything. We've got access to, obviously, very intense sound labs that allow us to tune and work on the connection, work on the fit, work on the audio. Uh, and a lot of it goes into that. Uh, and it's shared across all of our businesses. And when we share tech and we share learnings, things like battery size makes a difference because that's uh, how heavy the headset's going to be, how long it can last. And you can imagine hearing a side of the business, they're pressured to have tiny batteries and lightweight devices because their people wear that as long as they're awake all the time, right? That's so we true. bring those lessons across and at the same time we share stuff with them, what we learn about consumerization and the demand for people to have everything as easy as possible. Thank you, uh, iPhone, and thank you, uh, social media and everything else for making it a case of if I can't get there in one click, I'm, I'm done already, right? So there's a lot of lessons and pressure to make products easier to use as well. Well, one of the things that we started talking about, I think that was sort of the impetus for me saying, wait, 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 let's save it for the show. One of the things that you talked about, which I thought was really interesting, was uh, consumer expectation and the changing needs and expectation of the consumer, starting from when, you know, they were simply using their basic flip phone or their basic pocket mobile device back in the day just to make phone calls. Fast forward to today when people are using the mobile device as a way to listen to music, consume media through video, movies. So as the needs of the consumer change, obviously the wireless headphone had to evolve with it correct I mean absolutely so so back then it was conversations phone calls and and that's all people needed and you only needed one ear for that these days um, you can be sitting on the train on the way into work you could be reading an email and you're listening to your music at the same time in the background. Someone sends you through a, a link, hey man, you gotta check out this funny cat video. You click on that, <laughs> you laugh, it's funny. It's a cat on a, on a Roomba or whatever it is. Um, you go back to reading the email, listening to your music again, then suddenly your boss calls you because obviously you're on the way to work saying, hey, are you gonna be in time for the meeting? Are we ready? It's a big customer. You, you know, have a conversation with your boss. You're in a noisy place because you're sitting on the train, right? You've got to have that conversation go through clearly. And then once that's done, you go back to your music and carry on reading. And then you're like, oh, I've got to do something else. Do some banking, do something else. You keep switching. And it sounds intense as I keep talking this quickly to talk about all the stuff you're doing. <laughs> but the reality is that's just how we work with our phone. So yeah. why should the headphones or the accessories attached to it not be the same? And, and more and more users are saying, look, I don't want one pair of headphones for calls, one pair of headphones for music, one pair of headphones for sport, because I need, just like my phone is, I need one device, I attach it, that can take me through whether I'm in a conversation, listening to music, working out, whatever, I need just one pair. Give me something that does everything. How do you decide what to focus on when you're coming out with a new headset? Because, you know, at CES this year, you guys launched uh, two new, I guess, over-the-head over, over, over the head or over-the-ear headphones um, that, I mean, complement. I mean, if I go to Jabra.com, I mean, the categories of products from call centers and business and speaker phones to sport headphones to everything, there's so many different styles there and different models. As you said, everybody has a, a kind of niche. But how do you decide what features and what things are going to be most important when you're now competing against a lot of different companies, both big and small, trying to get that market? So it's, it's, it's always a balance between what is it that we, Jabra, are good at and can do very, very well that no one else can, and what is it between what we see happening in the market 
and seen the things that people are doing where we can bring those two things together. And for us specifically, um, with what we've been doing the last year, year and a half with our new elite range um, that has been going out there, the elite portfolio and of course the elite active portfolio, which were the two announcements we made, um, is we focus on there's a group in the market that we can see today who not just having a need for a good stereo, a good wireless stereo experience, but they're also having a demand on calls and voice performance. And it's not just because they're sitting and spending time making calls and, and having calls with other people, but it's because we're also talking to our devices, voice assistants. Uh, believe it or not, things like Alexa, Siri, or Google Assistant, as more and more people use it, those things do need to have a pair of headphones attached to it when you're using it wisely that transmits a good quality voice experience and removes noise because computers, just like people, you know, if there's a lot of interference in what you're trying to say, they can't hear you. Um, I think the best way to describe it, the person who we're building our product for, we've all seen it. We walk down the street, someone coming in the opposite direction, you can see they've got their corded pair of headphones on and you can see them holding the microphone up to their mouth. Yeah. We've all seen that because <laughs> that's a perfect image of someone going out there who's bought himself a hands-free headset or, or, or is using a hands-free headset, but the, the experience isn't meeting his standards, so he's having to use his hand to help compensate for that. Yep. To, to, to us as a product person, you go, that's a fail, right? Why buy a hands-free headset and have to use a hand to improve that experience? But that just shows the demand and the need that people have for more than just music and to be able to bring in conversations. So we, when we survey thousands of users, we look at our existing users, we also look at people who, who don't use our products. We look at them all and we try and build that picture of the market and say, look, there's some people who just want music and then there's these people who want to have both a great call and music experience. They want to use their voice assistance and they want to listen to, to, to their content and that's who we make our devices for on, on the Elite franchise at least. Well, you know what? Let, let's move into the two the two main uh, headphones that you guys were going to be talking about that we that were announced at CES. Let's talk about first the Elite eighty five H, and this again, we're not just talking about great sound, uh, but we're also talking about connectivity because as you talk about the the sort of you know thank you you know iPhone, which pretty much started it all. People want to be connected. People want to have connected be be connected to other devices and other services and other digital assistants. And you guys, it seems like you took all this into account when you were designing the Elite 85H? So the Elite 85H was born out of that story I just told you, the need for right. those people who want that calls and music story. Now, for the last year, we've had a pair of true wireless earphones, the Elite 65T, and we've also had a couple of in-ear neckband style um, products, the Elite 65E and the Elite 45E products that all give you that calls and music experience, the ability to customize the sound, but they've all been in-ear form factors. And what a lot of people are looking for is they want that performance set, but they're looking for it in a more higher end, over the ear, he sorry, around the ear headband type form factor. Those are, a lot of people want ANC as a feature out there. They want to be able to cancel noise, manage noise. Noise is a, is, is a big problem. And by stepping up to this headband form factor with this type of wearing style, it allows us to actually take that calls and music experience and then add in active noise cancellation, add in the ability to control more of the sound around them so that they can just have a better calls and music experience. And that's kind of what's driven us to expand our portfolio into this. Now, there's an element of uh, artificial intelligence, and I know it's kind of a buzzword these days, but that it, you know, when it comes to this, you know, can you explain how it works to make these headphones adaptive? 
Yes, yeah, so we've actually partnered with a company um, who has had the ability to go out and actually map the sound environment around us. They've got over 6,000 different soundscapes that they have accurately gone and mapped that allows us, well, based on, based on what they've done and their algorithms, it actually allows us to know in what type of space you're at. Are you walking down a street or you are in a train or are you um, in an office? I mean, if you, if you were fortunate enough to see our demo at CES where we had it out there on the floor, when we announced this, we actually had a train set up in our booth and people could go in and the algorithms would detect, oh, I'm in a train right now. Now, what we've done is we've added another layer to that where we've built for, for at launch, there's three profiles in private, uh, in commute and outdoor. And what this does is this allows us to actually shift the sound profiles automatically and adapt the way your headphones work depending on the environment you're in. And that's because of the technology from our partners that allows us to know where you are. So knowing where you are, we go, okay, you're sitting at home, we'll turn ANC off, we'll turn hear through off, and we'll set the sound profile to match the type of content that you like when you listen at home. Then let's say you step out and you start walking down the street. We'll realize, okay, you're on the move based on the environments you're in the street. We're going to turn your active noise cancelling on, help block out all of the rough street noise for you. And then we're going to turn here through on so you still have some awareness of what's going on around you. Of course, you don't want to bump into someone or have someone bump into you because you couldn't hear them coming. Then you get down to your train or your bus, you get onto that. And we can, again, automatically know that you're there. We switch to the third profile and that turns, keeps your ANC on and turns the hear through off so that you're just completely cocooned in your space, which is what nearly every single person wants to do on a train is just get into their bubble, enjoy their content that's in their phone and just focus on the stuff that they want to do and not be distracted. And that's, that's the ability of the feature that we've called smart sound that works off that AI at least. No, that, that, that's brilliant. And as you say, you know, most people, you know, want to be in that sort of, you know, blocking the rest of the world out. But the fact that there are multiple settings and multiple scenarios that you guys have accounted for is great because it gives the consumer options. And what I was going to also say is people always think of noise cancellation and the importance of, you know, being able to block out unwanted sound for the person with the headphones on. But there also has to be technology on the microphone side, I'd imagine, as well, to block out background noise. So the person you are talking with has an equally, you know, pleasant experience hearing you. So there's actually eight microphones built into Elite 85H. Oh, wow. Um, and there's four in each ear cup. And the great thing is when you're in a conversation, what happens is obviously multiple microphones are active and listening. Few of them will be listening to the environment around you. And few of them will be trying to listen to your voice. And taking those two things in consideration, they'll obviously be working through our, our digital sound processing processing they'll be working to remove environmental noises and they'll be looking to send through just your voice because that's obviously what you want going through and the great thing is we can dynamically shift between the left and the right side depending on where the noise is coming from so there's even more on top of just the noise cancellation but there's basic things like switching between left and right side of of the of the headband to make sure that if there's a lot of noise coming from the right well, why not just switch to the left-hand microphones? That way you don't have as much coming through. That makes it even better. So there's a lot of intuitive technology behind that that gives you a better call experience. So by default, by giving you that, of course, we can then also go out and claim that there's a best-in-class voice assistant experience. 
Talk about the Move Style Edition because this is um, obviously the price point is extremely attractive at 99 US dollars. Um, it's been available since mid January. How does this one set itself apart from the other line? So Move Style Edition is built off, no puns intended, the, the Jabra Move. So Jabra Move is a product that we had out for quite some time. Uh, it, it has been out for numerous years now, and it's been needing an upgrade. And Move Style Edition is the refreshing, the upgrade of that product. It's built as a, again, at $99, it's built as a very simple, easy to access, get access to an easy to use wireless stereo product that focuses just on giving you good music, long battery life on a wireless device, and the ability to just have it in a appealing design that's simple, it's Scandinavian because that's what we are, and has the ability for you to just listen to your music and have faith that it's going to be a good experience. It's not at the same level as our lead products, which are built on that great calls and music experience, but there are, again, like we say, different people need different things, and this is where Move Style Edition just gives you access to easy-to-use music, easy-to-access music um, without any sort of overly complex technology to, to make the experience uh, any more than what they need. And that's where Move Style Edition stands apart. Adam, how, how interactive are you guys with your consumer base? Because I, I was looking uh, prior to the holidays, I was looking around for the wireless earbuds, and I was trying to figure out, you know, just kind of looking at the lay of the land with the marketplace. And the reviews on the Elite 65T and the Active 65T, um, which are the in-ear ones, um, the reviews are insane. I mean, everybody, I, I have not seen anybody not say, go get these headphones immediately, otherwise you're going to miss out on life. I'm curious how interactive you guys are with consumers and responding to the their feedback and, and testing stuff like that before it hits the market? I mean, it, it should hopefully be the same answer you hear from everyone. We're highly interactive with, with our users um, for multiple reasons. We, we, we reach out to them independently ourselves or through our research companies. We reach out to, the, to, to users to see what are the things that they're doing, how their habits change in. We pre-test solutions with them, of course, to get feedback to say, do you like this? Do you not? Or is this feature great? Does this help you? Because in the end, we want the technology we introduce to make life easier and better and not introduce tech for the sake of doing that, which only makes life more complicated. And then post-purchase, we also stay very much in, in touch with our customers who actually buy the products because what we do is we allow them to actually get access to a two-year warranty, as an example, on our lead products by registering with us. And for those people who wish to further that, they can even opt in to allow us to reach out to them. And we reach out to, to thousands of our customers worldwide every year, um, those people who've opened them up for it, and we reach out to them again, asking questions, asking them what they think about the product, how are they using the product, and they often, they come back with us and they tell us things that confirm what our view on the market is, and sometimes we'll get things that they tell us that we didn't know, and those are lessons that we go and feed into the next generation of product. Um, or, which is really, really great, say, for the example, an Elite 85H and the rest of the Elite range, the true wireless ones you spoke about earlier, sometimes they give us feedback on something and then because all those products can be updated over the air through the application, sometimes we can even address those requests right there and then and build yeah. that feature into the headphone, send the update through the application, and people can just wirelessly update their headphones and have access to that new feature there and then without having to buy an entire new pair of headphones to get the next best thing. 
Oh, I love that. And, you know, it's you know, when when I asked you that question, you said hopefully everybody else answers that way. Sadly, there's a lot of companies that don't, <laughs> unfortunately. True. But we do find, you know, more and more companies are, are listening to their consumer base and actively involved with what's going on there. So I applaud you guys for that. Um, you know, Adam, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We're obviously going to we're going to follow up and try to get our hands on to some of these new products and do some reviews both here on the radio show and our YouTube channel. But please, please join us again. We, we invite you to come back anytime to talk about the technology, talk about the new products that Jabra has to offer. Anytime. Um, and for our listeners, Jabra.com, you can check out the Elite 85H, uh, available April 2019, right? At MSRP of 299 that's still correct? That is absolutely correct, yes. Excellent. And the move style available um, in January, so available now for $99. Thank you, Adam. Thank you guys for being here on this week's edition of Your Tech Report. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I am Mark Aflalo. We will see you again next week. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com.